This week, we go deep into our thoughts about Ahsoka's time in the world between worlds and the lessons she learns therein. We also chat about Anakin's return, Hera going rogue, and where things may be headed now that Ahsoka has chosen to live. Buckle up for another Cantina Chronicles. another week of cantina chronicles uh settle up to the bar with us and uh as we talk about the fifth episode of ahsoka uh shadow warrior um adam welcome back grant good I'm to back. see you buddy um how's it going guys what do you guys think about uh on this monster 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 episode what, what do you think about all that hold up I was not here last week, so I have a comment about last week's episode before oh, we jump into it. Really good point. I'm so sorry, Adam. No, it's I should have, fine. we should have done an Adam recap. Is it, no, no, this will be real. This will be kind of short and actually may lead into our discussion. Uh, thank you for representing me. The 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 uh, Zeb comment was exactly <laughs> what I would have said. I literally <laughs> sounded like something you might say. I literally said that to Carly <laughs> when we were watching it because I was watching it. And I'm like, it's weird that Zeb's not there. I'm like, ah, he'll be there. He'll come in. He'll, they'll get him in. Um, so you guys had an exchange where um grant you said something along the lines of like this is about episode four saying this is the best episode of star wars television and and ben jumped in and went including andor and you kind of backed off well andor i'm gonna actually double down episode four has been including with this episode this week the best episode of star wars television period episode four oh, was wow. the best episode of all star wars television now andor is better television if we're measuring it by television <laughs> okay, standards fair but episode four, so far, is the perfect Star Wars episode. It had everything you want in Star Wars. Like, it literally had lightsaber battles, mentors. I, I mean, I think if, if we go to our pillars of Star Wars, I think that episode clicked off every single pillar of that we created in our pillars of Star Wars, or or almost near that. Like, it was it was damn near perfect, to be honest. So many great one-liners. Yeah. I thought Floney's script was just super tight. Yeah. Like, amazed. Just That's it. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. I think episode four is going to be overshadowed by episode five for understandable reasons. Um, and we'll talk about episode five, but I don't want us to lose sight of episode four. I think episode four so far and probably I mean, I'm just going to guess with the next three episodes left is going to be the best episode of the season. I think that episode yeah. was amazing, it was just one of the best I, is the most Star Wars I ever felt in a series. Like I was oh, just yeah. blown away by episode four. Anyway. All right. That's all. Two, <laughs> two great duels doing, doing parallel action yep. with fighting and, and just yep. having such strong duels one after yeah. another. It was just really cool to watch. And it, and it didn't feel like it was trying to like ape Star Wars in some ways that I feel right. like we, it was we occasionally action. get it just, it, I mean, it's Filoni. He understands yeah. what Star Wars is and he was able to put it on screen again. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a talk with someone about that recently and kind of defended the world between worlds because I feel like really what that concept is, is sort of an, a, a new 
piece of lore for the story. And, and yeah. I think we love Star Wars so much, like especially A New Hope and, and the original trilogy, because the Force is, feels new. The Force feels fresh. It feels like a new, mysterious part of the story that we're, we, we don't have all the answers to and we're, we're exploring. Whereas The World Between Worlds feels like a new sort of like environment, a new part of the lore. That kind of makes yeah. everything feel fresh again, which I, I think is cool. Yeah. And I, you have to expand, you have that to concept. build. Yeah. yeah. I, I think um, I, I, Adam and I were talking about this before where I'm sort of, I don't know, like usually I just let a new Star War wash over me and I like love it. You know, like that's sort of my superpower is the suspension of mm. disbelief. But um, this one, for some reason, I'm just sort of holding my breath uh, around every episode because I just sort of I mean, we've we have so much felony work to sort of go by. And this is a new step for him. But I I mean, I, it's amazing. I, I think I, I think you're right. I think I'm like witnessing like sort of like real George, like from the source tier Star Wars writing in real time. It's just weird that it's it's, you know, it's papered over with the modern um shooting techniques that mm-hmm. you know so yeah. it, it looks like in the modern style of um you know of mandalorian really and using the volume um which i i mean i think i'd like to talk about at some point because it, i feel like the original trilogy was darker it was sort of like space is dark and you're just sort of lit by the cabin lights but they do mm-hmm. a lot more in the daylight now like in real space and so it's just it's a little jarring but even like um you know on there's something about the like starship decks that it's like it's a little too bright for me which is, I'm, I'm i'm taking this into a nitpicky thing but like other than that <laughs> it's like yeah. it's it's the story is fantastic it's like it's cryptic without being confusing it's um you know it, it has all these fantastic like slow moments it like all the like interstitial scenics and like starship landings are just tone perfect for like original trilogy star yeah. wars um and even prequel trilogy star wars yeah um it's just mm-hmm. i i just don't think my brain can reconcile that i'm actually getting it because i never thought i'd get that tone again, <laughs> no you know? it's very true and and it's one of those things where i to be honest and this may take us down another corridor um when they announced that uh floney was getting his own movie i was a little shocked by that right in terms of like you know, where he started out and other stuff. I am not at all. I, it's one of those things where they clearly saw what he was doing on Ahsoka and, and was just like, yep. And I can totally see yeah. that. And, and I have, I'm going to admit, I think it's important in this world that we all admit our biases. Um, I, I have a anti felony bias um, that I've been working against. And that's mostly because of all of the toxic fandom stuff sometimes surrounding him that he does nothing, I think, to Does fuel. he have toxic fans around him? I thought I was the toxic fan because I feel the same no. way. <laughs> no, it's 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 about right. the uh because every single clickbait article is they're gonna fire Kathleen Kennedy and put Dave Filoni in charge oh, of everything. Please. It's this I mean it's someday this, maybe. I don't know. But like no, not soon. I don't think so. I don't think he wants it. He doesn't want that job. He wants to create. He yeah, doesn't want to be the right, person. Right. So, yeah, so they have a perfect team. I mean, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If you, if you so, look at some of the documentary um, that that they made about the show. Yeah. Oh, I didn't that, watch yeah, that. that. Is it? Yeah, oh, that little seven minute thing is worth watching. It is. It was great very, collaboration. Yeah, it's really a nice master and apprentice with him and George, um, and some other and other masters and apprentices. It's really well done. That little was Kathleen in it too. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, she's had a little. Yeah, she, she was commented. she was one of the talking heads. Okay, but she wasn't one of yeah. the masters. 
or apprentices? No, no, no. Which I don't think she would put herself. I think she would have yeah. said no Get to that. That's not how she sees herself. I mean, Kathleen uh, Kennedy gave us Andor, so I yeah. just I, mean, yeah. I praise. She's given us everything. <laughs> just, yeah, she's she's given us yeah, everything. Yeah. Like we we I mean we know that we are all good here. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the 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 toxic fan base was going real hard with that stuff with Filoni as the savior, oh, yeah. and this is like, and, and it just is like. Yeah, and he's just and he, you know, yeah, exactly. He's a white dude. And so anyway, but I, I I've I've let that go even before I think Ahsoka started. I, I let that go of just like, well, if he's good, he's good. And I'm not gonna let the other people I'm not gonna like dislike him because other people I don't like like him. Yeah. If that if you can parse that out. Because he again, I just gotta again start this. He's never done anything to 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 bring that on to himself. Like yeah. he's always talked highly of Kathleen Kennedy. He's always talked about highly of the process of everything George, else. Very and, respectful know, of all the people he yeah. gets to work with. And yeah. yeah, it's definitely his style is like, it did, it does feel a little lifted from the animation of um, yes. rebels. Um, and I guess clone wars too. Uh, but, but the VFX are exquisite now like they're yeah, really yeah, yeah. really like i don't know if they again like it just seems like they're always elevating the like production value on vfx and in animation and everything else but the vfx like the ghost looks amazing the purgles look amazing you know yes, the scenics the it's really easy purgles, yeah. except for the cabins of the starships <laughs> which i'm gonna stop <laughs> stop harping on right now it's gonna get too well on. lit oh, there's like, too much light so, yeah Dark. Yeah, Ben, I'm glad you said that because it, it's that something has not been working for me in the cabins and I could not put it's my finger on it. Clean. And then it's too clean. It's too well lit. I think you're Even right. The it needs Republic to be a little... Starship, you can see their outfits and it's like they look corny. It's like they always looked corny. Yeah. They also should like, I feel like submerge those outfits in like tea water and make them look a little bit draggled like they've been sleeping in them Yeah, because um, that's like part of it. But I, yeah, like they got yeah. it dead on in Rogue One. And I'm that's like, I don't know, you know, listen, but now they're they're well funded. I, I mean, I, being that's what I was going to yeah. say. That's the argument, right? Is they were government. that was the rebellion. This is the new republic. Right. They all are crisp, starched and cleaned and <laughs> in their corny 70s. Boy, does it yeah. look weird. It does. I agree. The, yeah. The each team looked amazing, though, on that starship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, just standing there looking alien like. Um, but why don't we delve right into? Yes, actually, let's actually talk about episode, episode five. Sure. five um, the brass tacks. Uh, it's good to get caught up, Adam. You were you were sorely missed last week, but I'm just that much yeah, more glad I to did. have you here. Meow. Yeah, glad to be. I back. mean, if I was gonna pick the top bullet point that was on the internet, it, it was about the interaction between Ahsoka and Anakin. Uh, live or die mm-hmm. right you know that was sort of he's like you can choose to live or you can choose to die like it was a very cryptic sequence i mean that was the real backbone of this episode and the rest of it was them trying to find the body and figure out what happened to sabine there's good stuff that yeah. happened there too we'll get to it but i like let's get right down to the brass tacks here um i i think because people were a little confused by that montage right so we we have ahsoka she goes to the apparently goes to the world between worlds goes on like a little bit of ghost of christmas past ghost of mm-hmm. C- christmas a little less past ghost of christmas a little less past than that and then uh yeah. you win and then we clearly as we've been talking about over and over again and, and a lot of people have been talking about we get uh, ahsoka the white which is a comment on gandalf the white which happens in lord of the rings the same apotheosis yes. transformation that gandalf goes through ahsoka goes through so yeah um I, so i guess the question is like what happened? What's what was the big deal? What was the lesson that Ahsoka learned 
um, that she definitely transformed by the end of the episode. She's, I mean, if you can pick one thing, she just smiles more. <laughs> Suddenly she's smiling and she's happy and she's like content. So she goes through a transformation there. She does go through an apotheosis. What caused it based on her interaction with Anakin? Oh, I mean, again, pretty subjective, lots going on, yeah. but I, I always boil this down to, um, I think it's a very similar lesson to what Luke got on Dagobah with when Yoda's kind of riding his back, talking, telling him about anger and how it's quick to join you in a fight Yeah, and live or die. And sometimes Anakin in this vision is, it's telling, is saying they have no choice but to fight. We have to fight. And uh, it's, it's so interesting because this is a side of Ahsoka I don't think we really got in Rebels or Clone Wars, which is this, or like, I guess a side of the story or the theme of her, her character that we haven't gotten, which is like, she is forged by war. This character is forged yes, by war. Yes. I almost think if you made a new hope today, you, there'd be a lot more talk of war and how Vader is forged by war and how these characters were the Jedi, wartime Jedi and, and what yeah. that means and sort of. We're finally getting that. I, I I teared up when we went to that first battle of, of Ryloth, and it was like that just beautiful um, Japanese woodwinds and like the chimes and Anakin in in the fog. I was like, this is powerful stuff. And this is the kind of the, the, the angle on Anakin I've never seen before, and an angle on Ahsoka I've never seen before. And again, yeah. I think it, it was a lot. It was really just about. Um, life is a struggle and what do you do during that struggle and the conflict within it's a lot like luke and, yeah. and vader on endor and i sense the conflict within you and uh you know i know the emperor hasn't driven it from you yet and yeah. and sort of anakin saying i'm more than just darth you're vader. so close to, you're, you're right there stuff so that's what i got out of it it's it's to me there should have there's a quote that it is not in there that was in here which is right. you know the quote the famous quote let go of your hate yes yeah. it's let go of your past yeah, bag that case. I feel like is 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 what was argued because there's a moment where she is talking to him when he turns to Vader, where she just goes, where where he does this thing is like you're carrying me in you and you're carrying all of my all of my the teachers before me within me, right? Like that's the whole thing that mm -hmm. she talks about. He talk, he talks about, yes. and then she goes, and that's when she goes, even this, even like you turned into a fair, all of that, and he goes, but I am, and she goes, I was forged by war, and she goes, he goes, you're so much more than that, and. Then she says when she says you were this whole horrible thing. He's like, but I was more than that too. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like I think it's this important thing of like you are not defined by your worst actions. And and I think the reason why she's she's Gandalf the way at the end of this is because she's let go of her baggage of yes. the yeah. guilt she felt about leaving the Jedi Order, the guilt she feels about not stopping Anakin, like mm -hmm. all that stuff's removed from her. And now she's a Jedi. There's a moment like this. All I thought about this whole thing was when Kanan is is knighted in mm -hmm. Rebels during a vision. Right. Yep. This was her knighting. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's knighting. walked out of this as a full Jedi Knight, even though it wasn't put out on Front Street. That's what happened to me yeah. in this episode. She it's is Ahsoka the Jedi Knight. That's a beautiful read. Both of you guys, that's fantastic. And I, I think that echoes exactly um, what I was thinking. Um, you know, I, I looked at a lot of theories on, not a lot, a few. I, I dabbled and like listened to what people were talking about it because I wasn't really sure how to process it myself. But that's sort of where I arrived. And actually now listening to you, I think that this might be answering the question of what is a Jedi and the paradox of having a lightsaber. It's like, you have to fight. That's part of it. You're always going to have to fight to live if you want to be a Jedi. And like, and like, yes, she was born. Well, you know, so what are you going to say, Grant? No, I would just, I would push back on that just a little bit, given that um, this also kind of reminded me of when Vader is pushing Luke and mentioning Leia in the throne room fight in Return of the Jedi and pushing Luke to then 
become the aggressor and, and in that kind of ch- yes. making him fight in that moment. And I think there's just one more layer after that. In which yes. You so, I'm, so I'm, so I'm, so I'm getting there. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting there. So I think there's yeah. really, there's two main lessons here and, and I, I should have, I should have uh, scaffolded better that way. But I think there's, there's two things because there's really only two flashbacks and then the Vader fight, right. That happens here. So the first thing is her trauma and her growing up. And he's like, this is how I trained you. You know, it's like, um, this is your training um this you know she's like this isn't what i trained for but he's like this is your training he's like i'm teaching you to survive and um and she's like well what if i don't want to he's like then you'll die like this is him being like listen i'm keeping you alive and and i'm teaching you how to be the best warrior you can be and this is and and he explains actually literally and i didn't know if it was like a some sort of parable but he echoes what we what we've learned recently that the jedi are malleable right they they serve whatever purpose and he's like you know i'm you know i'm not what obi-wan taught me to be he's like when we grew up we grew up in pizza time and he taught me in peacetime but then we had to become this thing and um and and this is what it is and so i'm just going to keep you alive and that that's that's my main focus and then we get her on in the siege of mandalore right and it's something else and and I think this is the, the second main point is that she's afraid that she's of what he became. And it's the Vader part. And he's like, oh, he's like, is that what you're worried about? And, you know, and it's it's sort of like he's like, you're afraid of, of being Vader. He's like, then you've learned nothing and we need to start over again, um, because I think it's twofold to become a Jedi Knight. And this is the, the paradox. It's like, yes, you need to defend yourself. You always will, will need to be able to fight if you want to live. But you know, through this like fight and like a, you need to, you know, release your fear of becoming Vader, just release your fear period. But mostly that's Ahsoka's main fear. Um, And then, you know, when, when he's fighting and, and he's, she's got him on the ropes. She's like, no, like I, I choose to live. And that's the other side. What Grant, you were just talking about, which is like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I am everyone that came before me. This is the true spirit of the Jedi. I, it's okay that I have attachments. It's okay that I have emotions. Yeah. Um, it, it's okay that I'm, I'm a real person. And like that, that is what's core to being a Jedi. It mirrors what we saw uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi do in the Obi-Wan Kenobi live yeah. action series. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, it's a pretty long list of people that have let Vader live at I this mean, point. Right. So I'm going to say something that might draw us into a bigger conversation, but like, I feel like the internet does what the internet does, which is sometimes overcomplicate things that are not actually that complicated when we look at this. Yeah. This she passed her cave test. That's all we yeah, got yeah. here. This is yep, her cave test. It. She passed it. Luke failed it, which makes sense because she has a lot more training and she's further along when she is with then where Luke was when he got it. And the and this is where we're gonna draw into the thing. The Anakin, and I'm putting that in strong quotation marks because by the way, guys, that was not Anakin Skywalker, but we can talk about that in a moment. Oh god. That was that was that was the force. That was the just like just like it wasn't Vader in the in the, it was the in force the, in the tree. It was the force. It wasn't Vader in the tree. It was the force. This is not Anakin Skywalker. This is the force wow, giving take. her death. No, that's a, that's no that, that's actually my read as well. I have the exact same There's read. No this was this should was be Anakin Skywalker. Force. Makes no sense. This was, this was Ahsoka's baggage. This was her projections. Exactly. This was exactly. this is this is the Yoda 100%. line. You only you know what you take in there is only what you take yes. with you. Yes. You know what I mean? That's all 100%. that was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I disagree. I'm standing with. I mean, you guys blew my mind right there. Um. But uh, I'm going to stick with the fact that it actually was him. I actually floated a theory on Reddit just to see how what would happen with it, that they that they weren't actually in the war between worlds and that this was a, a just like 
a neutral um manifestation by uh the chosen one when the like when obi-wan shows up and he's a blue ghost that's pretty cool and yoda and all that but when the chosen one shows up for an anime like he can manipulate time and space and like and he takes you into his own world and like the world yeah. because it's like there was no gates but it's like something that's in her mind and so she's familiar with it the physics didn't work the same way that was a hot take it and is. people are kind of like well then why did um you know jason Sindula um jaris why could he why could he sense them it. and hear them yeah, yeah and do all that so it's like they were probably in a parallel universe that could be the world yeah. between worlds that's a hot take guys i don't know um i don't know i don't i don't think i buy into it because it kind uh, of discredits i feel like i don't think it's, it's that hot it's, it's I cold. Think it's like, like approaching the dark side cave cold you know what i mean yeah like, I don't... <laughs> um i would say that that then why uh, was she so happy i mean i don't know i I will say at the very end of the episode, um, why was she so happy I had to be deceived? Same... You know, wouldn't I... like his head fall off or something to show that like it wasn't really him, or you know, you think this was really the daughter's like manifestation? This was the convoy, was something like that? No, I, it's just Ahsoka's I, mind. Like it's it's her force. own psychological yeah. baggage <laughs> yeah. that she's bringing. She, so, she basically has an, a near-death experience. But why are you going to discredit Anakin quest. Skywalker's like vision appearance and just be like, oh, because no, she's traumatized by being raised in yeah. war and her it, master being uh, having turned to the dark side in that fight. Yeah. And sort of, yeah, she also think. thinks she might, and Balin Skull in the last episode is like you, you and your, yeah. you, your master became more dangerous than we could possibly imagine. And like, you're a product of, destruction and you know chaos or war or whatever he yeah. says and i'm just like and then so i think she is contemplating that and she's also what's interesting about that last episode was episode four was uh she she draws the saber first fighting mm -hmm. balan skull which i thought mm -hmm. was kind of a, 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 a she, interesting she wasn't of her jedi at, at yeah, all it wasn't jedi at all and yeah. she no. shin hati against the rock like she, she really needed to to yeah you had really was becoming episode. this product of destruction you know what i mean yeah this, she yeah. used the dark side and she saw and again the last thing she saw was what her student did. She knows her student, even though she doesn't know. She knows her student. She knows or knew that she was losing Sabine, right? So the her whole force vision or her whole force trial that she put herself up against was about masters and apprentices and becoming and accidentally passing along bad behavior to your student, right? So like she had to let go of that baggage too. And also teaching herself this or, or the force teaching it or the force being a conduit to her learning it. Um, I will say that here's where I could meet you somewhat in the middle, Ben, if we want to get real pedantic about this for a second. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do not believe that's a force ghost at all, because I don't think, and here's me putting rules on things that don't have rules, that doesn't feel like a force ghost to me for so many reasons. It wasn't presented like a force ghost. It's done things that we've never seen force ghosts do before, but perhaps the, the, perhaps the force was allowing a manifestation of anakin someone like anakin something like anakin do you know what i'm saying like being able to use because it's all yeah. part of the force <laughs> i would use that same argument to say that's why it is a force ghost i mean because like well so are you saying that he that luke never saw yoda or or obi-wan like those were just no the, those are actual force no those are because the blue that, lines that, like I, because that glowed blue and had a couple conversations i just, I just think from a, like turn evil and like have Sith eyes and have a red lightsaber and get yeah. into an actual physical fight. Nah, I mean, I, nah, nah, nah. I, and I mean, the time we've seen a physical fight between a man, to anything and whatever is a right is a ghost in a cave. Still, so <laughs> I mean, chosen one, right? And so it's a little different with Anakin. He's very unique, and World Between Worlds is also like that's fresh and yeah. new and all that stuff too. I just think like from a storytelling standpoint, it's a lot more fun if it's Anakin Skywalker than if it's like a, a you know, it was all I, a dream. 
here's what I'll say. From a storytelling standpoint, Dave Filoni did this 100% right because the three of us are sitting here yelling at each other <laughs> about what actually happened. But it doesn't matter because whether you're right or I'm right or Grant's right, the end result still works and makes yeah. sense, which is great storytelling, right? Yeah. You don't have to explain everything because all of our explanations work. Right. I just, I, I just love Hayden. I mean, it was a, a fabulous person. <laughs> like, yes. And I want, it, I want it that. Was Hayden, I mean, this it was is incredible performance. This was the force ghost. It's always a price to pay. Right. Or whatever. This was, was the like, force ghost yeah. Anakin I've been waiting for. Like, and it, it did all the things you wanted, but better than I could ever imagine. Right. Yeah. Like it, I think it's my favorite Hayden performance as Anakin Skywalker yeah, in yeah. any Star Wars yes. anything. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's also my favorite Anakin Skywalker yeah. thing. I love that they, yes. they made I, him all of Vader. Wars, I love Matt Lantern's work in yeah. all of Clone Wars, but I mean, this was just yeah. my favorite kind of uh, yeah. trail. I like the echoes to Mustafar. When he first draws the saber, it is like exactly yeah. Revenge mm -hmm. of the Sith. Yeah. And he's like, you're mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, and there's so much like a great callback. She's like, "I will not fight you." He's like, "I heard you. I have heard that before." And that was just like a great. It was a great like yeah. Return of the Jedi callback. Um, yeah, he's fabulous. Is uh, he clearly has been practicing with a lightsaber because um, his skills are sick. It was like amazing yeah. choreograph uh, fight scenes. But I, and I so, love so the, meta the, that yeah. they made they like kept Hayden in the mix and kept giving him you know saber training and uh, you know in near the volume and yeah. we're like you know we're just gonna you're gonna jump in this show and then you're gonna be in this show and yeah, like yeah. it's lots of saber fighting so you're gonna be the best but makes sense because the character is the best yeah like, totally yeah. literally the so, best and and whether or not this was force ghost anakin i could tell you as certain i am as i will see zeb by the end of this season <laughs> We haven't seen the last of Force Ghost Hayden Christensen Anakin. I hope not. You know what I mean? Like, there, I, I can't imagine that they're well, not going to pull that. Yeah, well, we'll get yeah. there. And seeing him, it made me think we could see Luke Skywalker at some point in this show. Because yeah. I was like, okay, yes. like, you almost want to see the the Skywalker that has, you know, found the light yeah. after seeing this, this whole. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. weirdly, yeah, I 100% uh, agree. The light at the end of the tunnel for Ahsoka in a lot of ways. I don't oh, know. That's yeah. just what I feel yeah. like. Like, a re like basically the embodied embodiment of that redemption for Anakin in his yeah. in his offspring. Yeah. yeah, they. I mean, that's the thing. As much as I really was looking forward to this, I, we we and we talked about it before is like we really need an Ahsoka Luke conversation. Yes, that's a little yeah. more than just like hey about the child, which makes sense. They had a conversation about Grogu, but they also need to have a conversation if they haven't already, and if they have, we need to see it um the the other thing kind of about bringing luke into the series is that we have a parallel story going on here which is something i, I you know i don't want to jump away too far too quick but i just want to say like if you told me that we were going to have ahsoka talking to anakin skywalker in the world between worlds before the season went i would i would have gone yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I could see that happening. I'd be really surprised if I could see it happening. If you told me we were gonna get this much Jason Sindula, <laughs> I'd be like, You are yeah. you are crazy. You're out of my mind. We're not gonna yeah. do much Jason Sindula. There was a great line so um to set it up where Jason sort of peeks his head out of the ghost and he's like, Mom, is it okay if I come out now? And because that's how I felt about his character all season. It's sort of like, <laughs> Can yep. we just talk to Jason Sindula now? Like, right. can we like address yeah. the elephant in the room, the Jedi yeah. Yeah. in the room? And the Jedi, the young Jedi yeah. in the room I, I, who could yeah. go to. I, I love yeah. his I love his dynamic um, in this thing where he's just like, 
clearly overprotective mother. I, I think you uh, best you could go is be like, we're going to let him develop on his own pace, but we're definitely not going to force him into, you know, Jedi trials. But she seems receptive to his, you know, his force abilities in this episode and is like nurturing to a certain extent. That's yeah. Her character journey is is coming yeah. to terms with having a force sensitive child. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's her journey. And I think her journey ends with her dropping him off somewhere at Luke's temple. I wonder though, because I, I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was there and we just haven't seen it in the comics as far as him getting slaughtered. Um, but maybe he did. He's got, or maybe he has, he's got, he's a different mentor, you know, maybe he's got what, like 18 years before that happens. Uh, I think it's less. We're in year nine. I think it's like six. No, because that happens like pretty like how old? Like, I don't even think how old is Ben's not even born yet. Yeah, is he's he? got to be like 10 years from now, right? He uh, Ben is four years old, I think, right now. OK, so he was what, like 18 like when that, years? I think ago? he was 18 when that whole 16. slaughter happened. 16. So 12 years. So this kid is how old? Eight. You know, I, eight, I'm so guessing I'm guessing 20. because eight is like the entrance. I think they're they're going to retcon the like when the force hits you is like to the same time when their like core fan base starts following Star Wars, which is eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're going to be like, yeah, Harry Harry Potter rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that makes him like 20 when the whole slaughter happens. So he could be out. Yeah, you know, yes, he could be in the galaxy out there or maybe he could be a full fledged Jedi Knight. He, there is a fun tease of uh asking hu yang to train him where he's like yes you train me and then yeah it was like, fun no. i was like i would love if no. jason sandula ends up with like hu yang at the end of the day yeah. like that would be cool yeah um, it would be really yeah, would cool be and it'd be like a safe enough situation but i mean you know ahsoka is like hmm, oh that's interesting it's like kind of cute like ahsoka's like oh like he's he's like hit like forced puberty that's adorable like sort of reaction to it <laughs> and she's like that's very yeah. interesting you know and like this is and when she she's... busts out that like level 99 psychometry at the end yeah yeah <laughs> right like, you're like I... whoa they're really going home with the yeah. psycho- psychometry <laughs> in in like the movies the games yeah. now it's like yeah it so it was the full you on. know her holding the half and that um time piece obviously um and figuring it all out that was all that force power was essentially birthed in um fallen order i don't think we've seen it before then maybe another video game but um that well books obviously no but fallen order was post episode seven right because you see it first in episode seven when she touches the uh, technique right it's a little more abstract edition of it but yes like Mm. literally just being like with purpose i'm gonna hold this thing and figure it out um, one last thing on Anakin, because I didn't get a chance to say it, was just yeah. um, no, please, yeah. Uh, yeah, was just the Vader part. I love that. Um, so cool, like where he turned to Vader but didn't like get the armor. And I, I don't know. Yep. That was like that's what I mean. Like that was my dream. You know, we had talked about getting a little dark side Anakin, a little light side Anakin, and and like how yeah. that would be cool if they played with that, and they did um, to great effect. I thought, and it was just I love the way they did it, and. Um, the how they you know essentially it was still the same lightsaber but the lightsaber color changed and um obviously he got the eyes and was there and then he just like receded back into himself uh, like his normal anakin self and was yeah. like he did it um we did it joe it shows so much restraint to not put him in the yeah. armor and yeah. have him fight her in the armor mm-hmm. right like and i was like i was almost like because they did a couple flashes with him right in the armor like a couple like distance flashes yeah. and i was just like oh boy here yeah. we go and but i love that we got you know and that's like full power Darth Vader. Yes, think right. about the it. Darth yeah, Vader we didn't yeah. really get. 
but that makes sense like according yeah. to the comics that like that's really how vader sees himself like when he meditates he is right. like a full-bodied human being not a machine um and so it would make sense if you know that's real force ghost anakin then that's how he would project himself <laughs> ben is really going on a limb defending hey, this look, theory. I, I respect your decision to have less fun um that's no you know, that's <laughs> no, you're no, welcome but, to do that I, I, no it's not any less, less fun. fun it's just i just i it's a lot of fun. i read the scene as a yeah. spirit quest and i read i Same. read anakin yeah. as the like basically the embodiment or the the perfect encapsulation of her trauma or, yeah. or her traumatized yeah perspective of of his transformation so, like how not, disturbing that transformation yeah, but like how tone poemy is Same. it that it's actually him who takes her across that final threshold i also think well, he's in brown robes and he's actually fully good as a ghost so he wouldn't do this at all yeah this is the force yeah in my opinion. i you know i'm not trying to uh say <laughs> everyone's against robes. ben this is, his this is the only yeah, wanted to do a cool thing where like you mean like when he was an, uh, an apprentice like a padawan no, when he was actually canonically no, he's in the brown robes yeah. and he's just at the end of return, return of the jedi, jedi he wears the long cloak yeah, the only right. time we've seen him as a force ghost. Literally the only pretty, time he's, he's chill. He's the only fine. other time, um, yeah, we saw him as a force ghost, right? No, no, the only time. <laughs> right, that's what I said, the only other time. <laughs> yeah, the only time, got it. So, no, uh, but if that's to say that Ben's wrong, but uh, this the episode ended in... in and like, he's saying, goes, I am more that, than that. That wasn't Anakin. more than that. It's, 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 it's basically like commenting on the whole Luke thing of like, Luke is like you're more than just the the dark side, you know. The emperor yeah. hasn't driven fully from you. Like, but it's it's sort of yeah. like it's after that. It's just, so it's the full tra- it's the full transformation, and I feel like that is you get that at the very end when she doesn't when she throws the saber away. You you get that this is this is you're able to to see that that last form of Anakin. That's like now you've done the right thing. You are passive. You are right. complete. You know. Yeah. Your skills are what complete. If? Yeah. What if this was I also so let me end. now if he said that at the end, I would have just literally turned off the television and walked away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> let me also argue, like be devil's advocate, um and and Ben, like, so let's say this was Anakin, right? Actual Anakin, Anakin right. spirit. What if this like a ghost was the last lingering thing he had to do? Like if really going by ghost rules is like is to finish his Padawan's training, right? Like this is him finishing his right. Padawan's I mean, training. We do have precedent in the books that like um I think it was Qui-Gon in the um uh speaking to Obi-Wan uh in mm-hmm. um a certain point of view, a new hope, I think. Um where mm-hmm. they can there's like a degree of permanence that they get. And actually I'm pretty sure Yoda like was so permanent that he lost the blue light in um uh The Last Jedi. He no, he's got the blue light. light. All right. But in the books they like yeah. you can be, you can achieve full permanence. Yeah. Or like sort of uh, mm-hmm. the appearance of it. Um so I mean it, it might be there, it might not. I mean, hey, listen, I don't have a long history of being right about this stuff. Oh wait, I do. Um, and so we'll, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. If he does appear at the end and he's like, by the way, I was yeah. real during that. That was really me. And I'm that's, glad you believed in me. That was really me. All the fanboys. I just, <laughs> again, the thing I want to, I want to stress is like, what I love about this is like, let's say Filoni, you know, says, because that's the only person that could do this, right? Is Filoni comes on the internet and goes, yes, that was actually <laughs> Luke Skywalker. It was Forrest Ghost Luke, Anakin. Or so Forrest yeah. Ghost Anakin. I would be like, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, it doesn't. I know, and I'd feel bad like, about I, making fun of you guys, like but like, really, I should really let you guys know. 
No, you totally. No, you should totally uh, hold us to a task yeah. if that's what happens. But I also feel like knowing him, he's just going to be like, well, "That's really up to your interpretation." Yeah, right. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, it was it was a blast to see him. It's just like enchanting um, to see him. Yeah. There. But yeah, Jason yeah. was a huge thing um, uh, as well. I was like, I, I think there's a lot of fun stuff to come there. But I just think it's fascinating how like oh, like protected he is, and it's like clearly he's got so much potential. Um, I, I mean, I'm cheering for maybe, you know, it's like at the end of this, Ahsoka's like, you know what, maybe you're not a Jedi and I was wrong for going about it this way. You need to be the person you need to be or your training's complete, something, something. And then that, she's, then she yeah. takes on Jason as her Padawan. That's what was so interesting to me is yeah. I, I was dead wrong about Anakin, the Anakin scene and what would happen. I, I, I've been wrong about almost all my predictions. I, I feel like I don't even. But you've know got great predictions. What I love Star Wars all your about at this point. But um, uh, I, th- I thought the I thought we were going to talk about the Jedi for I, in that vision. I thought I thought he was maybe going to curb her perception of the Jedi in in that sequence. Yeah. Um, I really thought yeah. he was going to talk about um the corruption uh, in the Senate and in the Jedi and in Darth Sidious and, and how he had to live in fear and how he had to fight because there was, there was someone manipulating him to live in fear and to, to fear for the ones he loves and all this kind of stuff. I really thought he was going to come clean with Ahsoka and, and sort of say that he was the problem instead of the Jedi and that Palpatine was a major problem and that, Usually the Jedi can sense the darkness, but this was, you know, they hadn't touched it in many years or they hadn't experienced it in many years. So they, they, they just couldn't sense that ultimate evil. And so, yeah, I thought that was more was going to go on with that, but I, totally wrong. Happy yeah, to I be have, wrong. And I know, actually love that this yeah. was almost like a continuation of that. Really, when I think about Star Wars now and I, I do any sort of like predicting of what might happen, I think about the echoes of what we know those characters to do in previous stories and training is a major part of the Anakin and Ahsoka dynamic. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the main part of their story in a lot of ways. And yeah. I think about when the last season of Clone Wars came out, there was the whole training piece tales of the jedi has that, that whole tales training of the jedi, episode yeah. it's like it's yeah, just yeah. i should have just right. been like oh what, what what has been the main you know through line with these characters training i should i should put that together yeah. but i was in a whole another realm of thought about this i can if you don't mind so if I, I jump in because go for uh, it grant yeah. I, I think they did give you what you wanted but in a very anakin way like anakin isn't articulate you'd never get him to sort of be Good this point. sort of no, more introspective of Moffa person that's not who he is. He's like, I'm going to show you through fighting, <laughs> like what it is. And I like, this is how I started the episode. And, and because of what you said, Grant was like, it, it was, it's both things. It's, it's the dual, uh, duality of being a Jedi. It's like, yes, you need to learn how to fight and we need to be adaptable. And, and part of that is being a warrior. And so I did that for you. But the part, you know, but obviously it was wrong. She's like, there's so much death. He's like, I feel it too. You know, like he, you know, he doesn't apologize for it. He's like, yeah, no, it's terrible. And, and like, I also feel that. And, but then he's like, but we are more than that. Like we've always been more than that. And it's, it's incredible when it, to me, real Anakin thinking about his past, he doesn't even really think about the Vader part because it was like, that was a necessary part of the force and what he had to do. And when it came down to it. He remembered that he's a Jedi and he was a Jedi at the end. 
and you know and it was just like oh yeah that whole little that that rough patch i went through as darth vader that genocidal rough patch but i I thought i thought it was more of a defense of sort of wartime jedi versus jedi during peace um i think as he even mentions obi-wan was a jedi during peace and um he, he he almost says you have to you know live or die you have to fight if you don't fight you'll you'll die all this kind of stuff it um to me it was more of a uh it, to me it was ahsoka ahsoka's projection of anakin and so it wasn't anakin wasn't there to offer any new revelations i that's so when i was making my predictions i thought could this possibly be anakin are we going to get new information from the character you know, um, in the afterlife that, you know, and, right. and, and right. is he going right. to give that crucial new information to Ahsoka to change her mind right. about the Jedi? But if in my interpretation of it, it was basically Ahsoka dealing with her demons. And that was like, that's yeah. all that was in yeah. a lot of ways. And so I just don't think any new information was provided. Yeah, yeah. I think because it wasn't any. Also, in Adam, I promise I'll let you speak eventually. Um, they, you know, they I, I think that there was another like sort of ancillary um, mission of this episode which is to sort of get you up to speed on what happened in rebels too and sort of set the table for like their right. dynamic and what happened in clone wars for people that are just watching the live action series yeah. so they were yeah. doing a lot beautifully of beautifully done too like yes so cool to see that her master was darth vader and to see that like yeah you know they were uh she basically came into her own during wartime and yeah. like uh, yeah became a warrior and you know under this shadow warrior this person who's slowly turning to the dark side yeah and i love that you know obviously star wars is all about um people kind of um fluctuating on between dark and light and 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 other people vying to change people's alignments like vader in you know empire strikes back talks about luke being powerful and wanting to turn him to the dark side through action through threatening him through yeah through through attacking him through causing struggle and conflict within so then he turns and so like this is a very real thing in Star Wars is people are swaying back and forth between these things. Yeah. All, throughout all of yeah. it. And I, yeah, I was, yeah. that definitely was, Yeah, I thought that was the fear of the vision almost. I thought that's what this, what the vision was about in a lot of ways was like in all of this fighting, Ahsoka's stayed strong and stayed in the light, right. but we see her slipping and throwing Shin Hati into a rock and then, yeah. um, you know, lighting her, igniting her saber first when fighting Balin. Like Ahsoka is becoming more of the aggressor. She is slipping to the dark here. I think that's what, Filoni's trying to show us, yeah, which kind of caught caught me off guard as a as a kind of like loyal Clone Wars Rebels fan who has watched all the episodes. Like, this is a side of Ahsoka I haven't seen before. She's usually an extremely measured warrior who yeah. is always very much light side, and so it's interesting that he's kind of painting her dark side in the beginning here, and then just to flip it immediately and do this whole light side ramp yeah. up. Th- um, yeah, which but, is confusing to me. I was like, I, I, it's an interesting structure, but it's it's yeah, it's almost like it comes out of nowhere for but, me. But. but ultimately, she made the same, you know, she had the same evolution that Obi Wan Kenobi did. Even though Obi never really slipped to the dark side, but he was still like, no, I'm a Jedi. This is the right thing to do. Is like, I'm. I just need to immobilize you and leave. And then Luke Skywalker obviously is like, re- refuse the dark side. And like, no, I'm a Jedi. Like, those are the two guys that get yeah. what the real core of being a Jedi is. So it's like we didn't we didn't get more of it, um, you know, as much as I would have liked and you would have liked, you know, as far as like explaining that. But I'll take it. Obi's whole thing is I will do what I must. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's his whole thing. Like, yeah, he'll draw second, but he'll 
he'll draw last. You know what I mean? And he'll <laughs> yeah. <end last. laughs> like, yeah. But I, but I think like, that's, that's it. yeah. It's, I think that's going to be Ahsoka as well. Like I don't, I don't think this is yeah. as, I don't think this is going to get as clear as a, a, a clear as clear of a pacifist message as we did at the end of Rise of Skywalker of all things, right? right. Which is just just not a single like lightsaber blow against the the emperor, right? Like, but I like like she's going to draw that lightsaber again, those lightsabers again. She's going to take down Balen Skull. It's it's like it's going to happen, but it's going to be in defense of something, right? Because like that's the thing that's always important is like. You know, these are weapons of defense. We we use these for defense. And that doesn't mean necessarily defense of yourself. It could be defense of the galaxy, defense of right. a planet, defense of the force, defense of a child. Like it could be anything, right? So like, yeah. you know, and 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 the the whole live or die thing again to me was like Soka's not been like I, I don't think it means necessarily like okay, let me back up for a second. Because the whole thing is about fighting, right? Fighting is struggling. Struggling is fighting. Fighting doesn't also necessarily mean physically taking a lightsaber and killing someone. Right. You can fight to live by just mentally fighting, right? Yeah. Struggling, trying to survive. The live or die thing to me was more like you have not been living, Ahsoka. Like you have been just in the muck and mire, yeah. depressed, doing this like we, the first time we see her in the show, she's alone. Yeah. Still living she's in your ship. I see. Yeah, living yeah. in a ship. Yeah, like she is not living, right? right? And I think that's more of the message is like you need these attachments. Like I think yeah. that's literally what 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 is part of what Anakin is saying is like I'm when he said I'm more than that, and I think what more of that is is the Human. Anakin we got in Episode Two, yeah, when he was rolling around in the hay with with Padme, like these and and this is post if this is Anakin or what the Force is speaking to Anakin. This is post Return of the Jedi. Attachment saved him. Yeah. Right. His attachment, mm-hmm. his son's attachment to him is what saved him. So I think that's what we're getting is a message of you need to live, Ahsoka, or else you're just gonna die. Like yeah. sad and alone. Yeah. I think that's what we're getting more than anything. It's less yeah. about this. And ultimately you know. she yeah. ended up I mean, so we follow Star Wars very closely, right? And we all sort of we got who Ahsoka is based off of watching Clone Wars and watching Rebels, but mostly Clone Wars. Like we knew she had this Qui-Gon Jinn trajectory of just sort of like, no, she follows the will of the force. That's the way it goes. But it makes sense that in her own show, like that she would go through some trials and it, yeah. and it makes sense that she would be like, well, I'm so worried about becoming like my master that I'm just going to close myself off to all attachments. And like secretly, even though she left the Jedi, she's adhering to their, their, you know, bad tenants um, more than she ever right. did. Um, and repeating all the mistakes that she he was trying to avoid. So, um, yeah, love what you guys are saying. That's I think that makes so much sense. She she needs to yeah just be a human being and just it, yeah. you know follow the will of force and love and and you know and do the things she wants to do and and yeah I love the Ahsoka we get at the end of this episode. Me too. It felt it felt like Ahsoka. Like it felt like the first yeah. time we've actually seen Ahsoka. Yeah. Right. This like it's better than going nowhere. Is like yeah. is is such a great line. Um, you just yeah. want something completely out of left field or different for a second. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we get a Leia mention. Oh, yes. Yeah. Senator yeah. Organa. Uh, Senator Organa. Uh, like, I perked up like, ooh, like because we talked about yeah. that. It's like we, we, you know, you don't need to see them necessarily, but to no, like, at least mention them and bring them in, it makes it feel like it's part of the part of the world. Yeah, exactly. That was, was, was Senator Organa buying her time. Or it's like it Senator Organa says she can only give us cover for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is okay. awesome that Leia's behind. Of the course, scenes she's like, yo, bit, whatever you need. Strings. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. 
God, yeah, that. That there's was... some great lines. Again, this is another really great script from Filoni. I think he's yeah. turning in incredible scripts for the show. And even Hera has some awesome lines where she's like, I don't know how you keep score, but like we're I don't think we're winning. Like I, yeah. I forget what there's so many good yeah. lines. And then um I I mean we go full pergol in this episode. Like I yeah, I was yep. it, honestly. I was like, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> They had a, they look so cool live action in a way so that I was good. so worried about it. I was yeah. so worried when I thought they were going to be pros. Like, it looks so dumb. It really doesn't. No, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. They look fantastic. Yeah. There was a great cut where she's like, you know, I think I have an idea. And she's, uh, Ahsoka's on the ground, I think maybe in her starship or in front of it. And she's looking up and they see the Purgle sort of she, where she's like trying to figure out how to follow Sabine. And she looks up and she sees the Purgles. And then there's a cut to Mon Mothma talking to um uh Hera in a thing and Hera and Mon Mothma's uh oh no and Hera's first line is you can't be serious and it's like sort of like answers the last scene we saw but then yeah. you know mm-hmm. but she's talking about do how, you have like, thrown in custody yeah whatever's happening right yeah she's like oh yeah do you have Morgan Elsbeth in custody what have you done you know and so like Hera's got a tribunal ahead of her um which is interesting and she needs Ahsoka's testimony, testimony. And I'm like, yeah okay i'm like we i don't need to see that scene i'm good yeah. like let's just go to that yeah, yeah. and like I, what's so yeah. exciting about this show is we we get to talk about the prospect of going to a new galaxy we've been talking about this for years we've mm-hmm. been like we want to see a star wars show that gets to spread its wings in a, a new environment a new world and it's and, and we're getting an all-new galaxy here and so yeah. this might be exactly that a fun new sandbox to bring all of our star Wars toys to, and just go full on, you know, all new star Wars. Yeah. Story. Unless there's no such thing as the force in this galaxy. Right. Which, which is what we're thinking, right? We have a big theory. Yeah, that and we're I, I have another piece or something. I, another yeah. piece of evidence sort of fell in front of me today on my second um, rewatch here or my hmm. first rewatch. Um, because why wouldn't Ezra have thought of just taking, hitching a ride with the Purgles back, back like jumping back. right. On yeah. A, right on a I mean, if back. he's, if he's being held captive by Thrawn. Right. And he's <laughs> and plugged into Adam a machine theory, or something. Out of his long game is correct. Yeah. Here. I mean, I, I guess, but like if he has the force, like how much can Thrawn yeah. really do to him? If he has the force, can he communicate with the Purgles? But if he doesn't, he can't communicate with the Purgles I, and he's really just stranded. Yeah. No, I, and I love this idea of there's no force in this galaxy is, is, is there, it, this could be the introduction of, and my brain fog is, is, is popping up. John uh, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe, but I hope not. No, um, Air the Empire, the little things yes, that Lamari. block Eslamari, oh, Is- right? I mean, that, Lamari, those so were get... in-galaxy creatures, though. I mean, you guys have said they, this. They were. But... Oh, yeah, there's, I think it's but, like dry. But that's old canon. But I mean, so like, they wanna, lived like... in the galaxy with the Force, so. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. But but like. But not canonically yet, yet right? Not yet? Oh, no, right. not yeah. canonically yet. So if you to bring so... them in, this might this be, be where you bring in this weird extra galactic thing that can block the Force, because that seems like, it always felt weird to me that in this planet, in this galaxy, you could just go to some random planet, and there's only that's just like, makes you God level, God tier level. Yeah against the jedi as opposed to you have to go to another galaxy you have to write space whales to go to another galaxy to get these things right like it seems a, yeah, little, that makes more, it a little bit more yeah. complicated and yeah yeah uh i guess less feasible for a lot of bad yeah. guys to just to go utilize immediately yeah. so yeah so sense. what are they gonna have to commit is salamari genocide in order to get off like that seems sad no, just get out of the galaxy, the new galaxy, and and destroy all wreck. Just destroy the ship, and yeah. you're you're good. The other Thrawn's dead. Yeah. The yeah. other thing that yeah. I was like seemed a little short sighted was that like 
Ahsoka's like, we're just going to go and figure it out. It'll be great. And she has like a quarter of a tank in her like ship. Well, actually, oh no, she had a she she was kind of fueled no. That's up. Carson Teva pressing his his fuel reserves. Yeah, right. But also, you know, like yeah. the ghost, like they were all had. I'm like, you're not. There's no gas stations in the next galaxy, so you know, yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll figure that's it the out. logic I was not yeah. thinking about at the end of that. I was just, I was just like, well, how the whales are going to get them yeah. most of the way. I know. Only you know, I yeah. would be like, well, where are they going to get the fuel for their ship? <laughs> yeah where's the coax uh, i'm sure thron's got an operation yeah it's like the henry plainview of mercury good plain view reference uh, i'm glad you, you wrote that in yeah this is ezra it's my son <laughs> <laughs> now i gotta watch that movie Sorry. yeah no, that's like now. Now it's just like anytime that's 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 invoked. I'm like now. Well, now I got three hours ahead of me. Um. All right. So you mentioned Carson Teva. Teva. Um, oh man. I, how do you feel about Carson Teva? I mean, like we're getting a lot of Carson Teva airtime, and like his. Are you kidding me? The comedy points is, for yes. Carson Teva are like yeah. ten out of ten. I know. Yeah. I know. So it's like, and would there be like? It, I feel like his like differentiator is that he's brutally honest. He's just like you know. He just tells it like it is. He's like, like I need to stall, so I'm just going to tell the truth. Which He's is kind like, of an obstructionist, though, at times. Or I'm just like, where he, he Hera's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't care if people know about me out here. That's maybe yeah. a problem I'll, I can welcome. And he's like, well, not if we don't have any answers. I'm like, just yeah. get with the program. Yeah, just listen yeah. to Hera. Just yeah. like, why are you, why are like, you here? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And Hu Yang is like, well, you see, his father, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Jay's, was a Jedi, and he's like. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Like whatever. <laughs> I do love that moment. Yeah, that I moment's love, great. You know, yeah. The New Republic pilots all have like the affinity for Jedi. Like I've always, it's it's yeah. always kind of been a the underlining thing. In yeah. Star Wars, and it's like it's, it's I just love it. So, yeah. So this feels to me, uh, Tiva. It feels like a character that is. Um, we want a through line through the Mandoverse, and you're gonna dip into your well of characters. And if you need an X-Wing pilot, this is one that we can shorthand bring in and he will do whatever you need him to do as a character. And he feels so underbaked at times to me. I'm sorry. This does not feel like the same person who went, did all of this stuff in the Mandoverse and like broke all of these rules, did all of these things to help the Mando. And now I was suddenly like, like shy about all this. It really? just felt okay. like, yes. To me, he's like, like the wedge though. Dip. He's like, he's felt like, like a completely different ace. character. No, no. Wedge would never have said any of those things. Wedge would have been there. Yeah, no, that's true. Been like, let's go. Said, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Wedge would have and left, that was what flight. Tiva felt a little bit, Tiva felt a little bit like at the end of the last couple of seasons of Mando. Right. But I don't know. Maybe he's like, cause remember the whole thing was like, something's happening out here. No one's paying attention. Yeah. We have to do this. Right. Well, now they're doing it. Yeah. Now they're figuring out what's going well, on out here. And he's suddenly like shot. Well, he was there, right? I mean, he was part of the group that, yeah. that just like, you know, committed whatever the thing is in military when you go against yeah. orders. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he was there, you know, he's just trying to be practical he, about I'm sorry. Stuff. He went rogue as in rogue squadron, even though this isn't rogue squadron. Cause it, it should yeah, be rogue he squadron. Went Phoenix. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yes. Oh yeah. He did go rogue. I know. All right, so this brings you to another point that's totally off tangent, but there's there's more rumblings on the internet that, where people are talking about like how do we feel about recasting legacy characters with new actors, and I feel like we're getting closer to doing it. You know, like obviously we did it with Alden Ironreich and Han Solo, and like you know the the next um, Luke Skywalker I think will not be a sort of face grafted um, character. Oh. I think we might get like a a real actor. No, it'll be it'll be what they it'll did. 
book of yeah book it, it, it'll be a phase i'm, I'm wondering there. I mean, there's people saying because mark hamill himself was like why not just use that actor he looks like me like and he's like there's no need for me to do it he was one of the advocates for like just like use a new actor but well, like, i think the new yeah. the new process is that there's an actor and mark who right. work together and they basically map yeah. i mean i and do the vo great. and all that i but he's a hundred percent agree with what he's saying, and I think he fully believes that. It just depends on what contract yeah. he signed. That's the only thing that matters. If he signed a contract where they can use his likeness, they are going to use his likeness forever and ever and yeah. ever. After we are in the grave, yeah. they're still going to be using um, Mark Hamill's. Luke There's Skywalker so much fan appeal for Luke Skywalker. It's like yeah. ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, me. I mean, it's just like everyone agrees. Like Luke stuff's awesome, and it's yeah. the thing for me though is like Luke stuff's awesome because of Mark Hamill. Like he is Luke exactly. Skywalker, like literally yep. in like in our galaxy and theirs. And, you know, I so I want him there. But I, I mean, this was leading me to just be like, why not just recast Wedge Antilles? Like, oh, the Wedge. Oh, yeah, totally. oh, okay. Minor, like minor characters, 100 percent. Like you don't yeah. need to use. I uh, almost had his name. I almost pulled his name. Um, there's actually the been actor. there's also been well, Wolf, also Wolf been, Yularen is a prime example. There's been three actors cast. who have played Wedge, by the way. There's there are multiple wedges and multiple voice actor people who have voiced over wedge. So like there's not right. It's not sacred. whatever his name is is not sacred. He's um, no please right cast Ewan McGregor's wedge. uncle. Yeah, that's right. Who played one of them? Um, which I keep almost saying the name and it keeps falling out of my brain, which is driving me nuts. But like no wedge wedge is one of my favorite characters, not because of anything that the actor did, because the amount of screen time you get with wedge is like seven minutes of wedge oh, maybe. Mm. Like at yeah I, yeah you're yeah, right I'm being very probably generous. like thirty seconds I mean of actual like, yeah probably like on three, screen yeah because you get you get him a little bit in the first one you get him a little bit in Hoff in the second one they get a little bit in in the third one you know flying down the tree you get and the a lot of one that as a wedge lover don't forget never forget when that popped in I'm like who's that yeah I didn't even recognize him I didn't put him in a cockpit knee jerk action cast like you would put you would put wedge Antilles even as an octogenarian or whatever he is like in an X-wing cockpit. That's what, yeah. All right. Yeah. But he's a fan favorite because of everything they did with the EU and what they do with his character in, in rogue squadron. And like, I love him so much. That's one of my favorite characters. Just, just recast him, give him, give him an actor who can actually act, who's young and recast him and can do it. And we'll black bull by it as wedge. Right. Just make him a little, not super cut. Like he's a little, he's got a little bit of extra pounds on. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for my way. Okay. I love these he's casting like, notes. He's Chris, Can we he's get Chris that in the cast? Pratt, not Chris Pratt, but like body type Chris Pratt <laughs> in Parks and Rec before yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the body type I'm looking for. All right. All right. Not to like talk about people's bodies, but, but <laughs> as a portly fellow, I want a, some someone who's, you know, Some we didn't need a full Porkins. Okay. As, as a full Porkins, Something we don't need a full Lawson? Porkins, but like Porkins light. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that Des Lawson. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I was, I was you, going Grant. through the holodecks there. In my head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, do you think there is a, a galaxy? Do you think Hera is going to get kicked out of uh, the New Republic? I don't have time for that story, so I hope not. <laughs> Just like, can we <laughs> oh, not go back and have Hera in trouble? I, I, I mean, it really sounds upset. super possible, right? Because like she's already done all the things she needs to do in Alphabet Squadron and in the Battle of Jakku and all of like, you know, and, and Empire Strikes Back. Like she was in all of that. And then, so doesn't it make sense? She'd be rogue, and then she'd be one of the random, disparate, 
rebels that gets pulled in by Lando yeah. in um, Rise of Skywalker. And then they can do so, all that. Like, then she can just be Hera again. And and I know what you're saying, Grant, but, like, you do have time I, for it. <laughs> like, I think, Filoni I think, has time for it. Do I? All right. Yeah, yeah. Filoni well, has time for it. And, like, they have I just a don't want to see her. I just think she rules, and I just don't. I don't feel like the, the bureaucracy of the new Republic needs to step in her way at all. Like just, that's what, th- that's what I mean. Like if she's like free of the new Republic, she can do all go on all these great stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, yeah. yeah, all great. Adventures. Keep in mind that. And I think you're right, Ben and Grant. I think you're right too, is I don't, this is going to happen. Just not in the show. Because like, if we've learned anything from the Mandoverse is every show has at least one backdoor pilot built into yeah. it. And this is the backdoor pilot for, rangers what was going to be rangers of the new republic is my guess is he's hard in the work going hey patty jenkins rogue uh squadron rogue squadron movie is probably not going to happen can you please just give us the license for rogue squadron so we can just make a rogue squadron show starring starring harris and doula and all these other characters like please can you just give us that look we've proven we can do the space (laughs) battle stuff look at our shows she would make the most sense as the main the main character of a rogue squadron film right like she she gets busted wrecked down busted down in rank they're literally a rogue squadron and they do whatever yeah i mean my other question you guys are just blew my mind because that's perfect yeah yeah, like, that's what you do, and I think Filoni wants that show, and I think yeah. I think wants to have that character. But is she in the Ghost, or is she in like an X Wing? Because I always thought Rogue Squadron had to be a show just strictly about X Wing fighter pilots. I mean, it was, but again, that's old canon, right? So you could have right. her leading a squadron of X Wings yeah, in, in the, the in in that, or 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 throwing. Well, no, Jason becoming an X Wing pilot, um, becoming more of a pilot than a Jedi. He's going to be a Soka's Padawan, so he's going to be busy. Does he have yep. to be a Padawan? Because I feel like maybe the the whole point of all of this is that you don't have to be a Jedi. Good point. You, know, you don't have to be a, a warrior monk. You got to defend yourself if you want to yeah. live. Um, I mean, we heard that from a, a projection of uh, from Hayden of, himself. Yeah, Anakin Skywalker. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I'm excited to see what happens with Hera and Jason specifically because I love Jason and Chopper and I love like just all those characters. So yeah. My only demand is that if that we get a rogue squadron, we have to have the character Hohosh Equus in it. <laughs> okay. Right. The horse guy? Deal. The horse guy. <laughs> that's all that's the only thing I demand. Yeah. Yeah, I better get a Bothan soon. I'm like freaking out. But I'm just, I know. We got to get you a Bothan. Grant, so, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's so, yeah, such like, a cool like culture, like the Spynet culture. Like, so cool. Um, noted. Huge fan. Um. Anyways, uh, any theories? Should we go to the theory zone? I don't know, any man. Any predictions after this? That were my theories. It was sort of like, does is Carson Teva a big enough character to carry a uh, Rangers of the New Republic series? Um. I mean... What's going on with Jason uh, Sindula, and um, and then you know in Harrow, like where where does Harrow go? I mean, those are the three big ones that I've got. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of like theories, in terms of what's next. Um, oh, I think we're that? leaving. Sorry. Yeah, but I, in terms of I, those are yeah, I think we're leaving this galaxy behind for the next probably three episodes. I I think we're not going to be coming back to see what happened to Hera and Jason. Um, at least maybe not until the very end of the epi- end of the season. I think we are going to be fully in this new galaxy. I'm guessing we're going to see Thrawn next episode, maybe at the very tail end. I think we're probably going to get some Thrawn, Thrawn. I mean, I would be surprised we talked about a full like a full Thrawn episode. I wouldn't be surprised if that's episode seven. So it'll just be called Thrawn to Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me see that throb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Let man. And I have to go. That throb. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. What have we done to ourselves? I've, I've <laughs> brought the us dark down side. a level. Yeah. In our, in our struggle. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I think that's probably the way it's going to go. And it's nice that we'll have three juicy episodes uh, yes. for it as well. I know. That's all I care mm. about. Yeah. I these these episodes have made me feel a way that i haven't felt in a long time which is like they end on tuesday night and i am immediately sad that i have to wait a full week for another episode of ahsoka and i love i've been loving star wars shows but i haven't really felt that in terms of just like but no yeah but like yeah. I, i'm like there, and, 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 too. it doesn't help the cost. and i've been not look at the massive cliffhangers it feels like just one long movie and i haven't it just feels like such a yeah. thing to say but I, I i haven't been really looking at the time of each show before it starts which i have to start doing because what <laughs> happens is once it's once it's moved past the half an hour mark i'm just like is this the ending scene is this the ending scene is this the ending scene where do we have where it's gonna end what's gonna, what's gonna be the ending of the next episode if like the episode before this ahsoka dies and then in this next in this episode we go to a new galaxy like Thrawn the reveal. endings are just so strong yeah, yeah. It's going to be the Thrawn reveal at the end, I think. But yeah. I've been wrong about everything. It, it so wouldn't I, surprise me because I feel like I think it's a wise to use a, an episode to convey the amount of time it gets to the next galaxy. So I, mm. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a very Sabine, Morgan, Elsbeth, um, you know, oh, that squad heavy yeah. um, episode. And maybe they do stumble upon Ezra and Thrawn. Um and then, you know, the yeah. other one. It, I had a wild thought um, that was like, what if, like, because Ahsoka doesn't know where she's going. And I mean, it's entirely possible she ends up someplace weird. And like, honestly, yeah. I'm here for that show. <laughs> like, just her with, I guess it's Hu Yang just traveling in the mouth of Purgles around the like universe. Um, yeah, that would be super fun. But, I don't think we're going to get that wouldn't make much sense to do that now with now with three episodes left, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. To just like button hook this, us and be like, Oh no. Cause we know we see we throw on eventually. So I think they, they've got to get there. Yeah, I think so too. It's so weird. Cause this episode felt like the mid season finale yeah. very much. So, and then I'm like, wait, no, it's actually the yeah. episode after what would have been the mid season finale. Now we only have three left. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. it would make sense for them to go someplace weird for one episode. Right. And they're just like, Oh no. Yeah, you know, but like, and and get into some weird event, like offshoot adventure, and then have to get back in a purple's mouth or something, and figure it out. We've gotten that in most of the episodes, right? Most of the series with the Star Wars series, we get the one, which is now like premiere television does this. There's always the one episode a season that's like slightly off the main path, right? And we've gotten that with like every Star Wars episode show. I mean, Filoni might not like that and may just say, no, this is we're telling the whole thing. But I I wouldn't be surprised, which is why I think we might get that Thrawn centric. Yeah. I mean, just no one else. Like I said, yeah. on my Rebels rewatch, there was no fat on it at all. It was just like right. bang. even the ones that seemed like the you know the the chopper episode I, that seemed like it was going to be that episode. It ended up being like central to um it, that, to them finding their, their yeah part, their base for the rest of the season, and it was a, it was a it's wild. That's rewatch. I was like, I was trying to put together a, a rewatch for Carly to be like, here, watch these ten episodes, and I'm like, I can't do it because like you would just be confused like why are they suddenly here i'm like oh well in this episode that had like him finding his leg he also we found this droid like it's just why everything everything served every episode moved the larger plot forward in some way even if it was just minimal it's wild what he did in that show yeah yeah um 
right on, man. No, sorry, the lightsaber oh. battle just started on my rewatch, so I have to leave you guys for a couple of minutes. Okay, bye. That's uh, okay. I, I, I do think Ahsoka might. Yeah, I do think she'll probably fight Balin again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skull. She yeah. mentions yeah. his name in the vision. Um, uh, I have to think that it might end similarly to this vision, basically how she might just start dodging these heavy attacks instead of trying to block them and push them away. It's like the, when she just dodges, she just weaves out of the way of Anakin's lightsaber. I was like, this could be foreshadowing too. Yeah. Later how on, she gets to Balin, it, but does she kill him? Probably not. She probably doesn't yeah. kill him. Yeah, it's he's probably, a Jedi, and she's like, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I I think it's a very much like a um uh Batman Begins ending where she doesn't kill him, but she lets him yeah, die. Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. I was like, she doesn't have to save yeah. him. Like, I don't have to save you. Happen. Yeah, like something is yeah. gonna happen where she's like, I don't have to. It's very uh, re- a Revenge of the Sith ending as well, right? Like Obi Wan's like, well, yeah, I didn't kill you, but I don't have to save uh, you either. I mean. Or she redeems him. I mean, we could always go this further w- along the path that, like, maybe there's redemption for him, right? Like, who knows? Or, yeah. or uh, what's her sure. name? Because Shin Hati. Yeah. Uh, it's so fascinating because if you feel like Balin and Shin are, are very redeemable at times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. There's other times where they just well, just outright slaughter people, and you're like, okay, maybe they're just fully dark siders, but. Balin clearly has a code of honor. He's clearly like a yep. chivalric knight, like you know, a knight errant character. Um, and then yeah. Shin Hati doesn't. She seems to question this in uh, working with the witch, with the the, the witch of Dathomir, the knight sister, uh, yeah. and Elizabeth. She's kind of like, oh, this is witchcraft. And it's viewed as uh, it. She's either fears it or she 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 views it looks with down fear on it. Or... Looks, yeah, it's not Jedi. It's not yeah, it's tainted. Or, yeah. Tainted. I, yeah. I mean this the, that's what I, I like about this is like I don't I don't want to open up a whole can of worms, but like part of the thing with um Kylo Ren at times is I'm like, you're just a Sith. Just call yourself a Sith. Like you're this is you're my acting problem a with Sith. Sequels. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Keep... But but like <laughs> let's leave that alone for a second, just because yeah. we're it's, we're it's running so into upsetting. an hour. And a half. The last movie's like Sith like, everything. Just it's so just, upsetting. If you're gonna, but also, but then call yourself a Sith, and like we just like I thought for sure he was gonna have a Sith name, but anyway, I, I didn't. But I think I will never understand the fan community of Star Wars either. By the way, and just like I the, mean, the, no. the the sort of allergy to the word and the allergy to what has come before, when everything ends up echoing but, and rhyming. But, but here's it's the thing: it's just like so, come on. If you're not gonna do Sith, fine, but you need to distinguish then. And I think the show's doing a great job of like these dark Jedi's don't feel like Sith to me. They feel like something else. Right. It right? feels like just, dark Jedi, which, like which, exactly yeah. what you said. Right, exactly. Which I like that. Like, great. That's great. We have a new thing. It doesn't bother me. It's not you just being like, we can't call him Sith because there's only two and we don't want to mess with this. It doesn't feel apologetic or whatever. It feels like he's trying to do something different with these characters. I, I do we we do talk about Ahsoka sort of being like Gand off the white after this episode. But mm-hmm. um I the way that their costume design, like the Shin Hati and Balin Skull, like their costume design is so almost like the, the orcs or something, like from no, Middle no. Earth, almost like dark wizards from Middle Earth or something. Like it just feels like um it just feels like dark side in a lot of ways to me. Just their attire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's been driving me kind of like into theory mode where I'm just like, are are they part of like some remnant? you know, plans of, of Palpatine? Are they part of something Palpatine? Like, maybe to me, it's like, it's it, it just, 
I wouldn't or, be surprised. Why if not they just claim the, the title darkest Sith, part? Then, you know, why aren't they just Darth yeah. Dolan and Darth Hati or Dolph, Darth Wolf and Darth Wolf too? Because maybe they're just dark side users, right? That, that like, yeah. so in the old EU, like, um, one of the last series was the reemergence of the Sith who have been like stranded on this planet for thousands of years, um, which is just weird storytelling, but they, they somehow finally got off because of anyway, it's kind of dumb, but, um, but let's a good, good story is where you just have like the reemergence of the Sith, but you could have something like this of like, there's dark side users who have been around who have just been like hiding out because they, the Sith have ruled the galaxy and they're not really, they don't buy in the Sith. They're not seeking right. absolute power or, you know, they're just trying to live by their but code. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are just Jedi who have fallen, you know, right. And, yeah. And Palpatine has seduced Balin with power because Balin seems to mm -hmm. be after power. And so I'm just like, I wonder if someone has seduced him to, to, to search, seek out this power. It seems like something Palpatine would do when he's talking to Sabine. It sounds like, Sidious, very Sidious. He's in have even uh, has a do it. He has there. a do it. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. has everything yeah. in there. And your friends, well, like, we reunited with your friends. Uses a lot of the same buzzwords that Palpatine uses to yeah. manipulate people. Yeah, and we know the contingency plan is Dave Filoni's in the Mandalorian is willing to, you know, poke around in the contingency plan stuff. That's that's a lot of what's going on here. So like, it's it's a possibility, right, that there's something going on here. Yeah. That ties what into... if what if it's to bring back someone you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like this is another thing darth maul darth maul <laughs> like, you know again. What i mean like how has palpatine how has how have jedi been manipulated in the past um they do form attachments and and palpatine threatens that attachment or or offers an ability to save someone or bring someone back the cloning process that's been happening in the background of all these these shows could be could be you know another part of that that coin to flip for Balin, you know, like uh, yeah. maybe he's trying to get maybe Shin's his daughter and he's trying to get the the mother back or something. You know, there's the, there's yeah. so much you could do that's really cool and interesting that ties him to the supreme evil in the galaxy, Palpatine. Yeah, again, happy if he's a sellsword mercenary who's trying to reestablish the Empire, which is yeah. again, I just can't really connect the dots here. I'm just, it's very no, but it's. To me such a rich character that whatever yeah. they do i'm i'm here for yeah, it I'm, you know what i mean like i just I'm excited. but i yeah i trust yeah. feloni he's he's been masterful so far i'm sure this is going to be a really fun i mean character yeah. Let's see. i don't know how to say this without it coming out kind of dark but like oftentimes when i watch someone's like a, like a a a posthumous um performance performance yes i i i think of i can't get out of my head of like yeah. that person is no longer with us. It's mm -hmm. depressing. It's yeah. his, this role is so good. It's so that good. I keep forgetting that he's no longer with it's us. It's like, which the is like ledger thing. It's like such a yeah. character. Yeah. That yeah that's like, a really good point. I stopped whatever, thinking about Heath Ledger, like five minutes into that, into that. Like, tragic. Like, yeah. We lost yeah. Ray, but boy, did he leave a mark with this piece? Like, yes, like, yeah. this is indelibly great what he's done here. And it's, Possibly one of the coolest saber fights I've ever seen. A couple the of dialogues them, amazing. Um, even the psychometry scene in this in this episode when she's just recalling everything Balin's saying to Sabine, it's just yeah. haunting and mesmerizing and super powerful. And uh, he he's so cool. He's a character who's as intimidating as Darth Vader, um, as knightly as Obi Wan Kenobi. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sort of um, uh, I don't know, just a kind of new flavor altogether. And yeah. So it's, it's fun. 
you know, it's it's interesting you say that because um originally Zahn uh yeah, Timothy Zahn, um, he wanted to use a clone of Obi-Wan Kenobi as um for uh oh, Jorah Sabah. Um oh. and that was like, you know, he wanted to be that character and they're like, nah, you can't do that. Um, oh, thank God. But, but, but yeah. it makes sense. That's like Peter is... David trying to use Peter Parker in uh, Spider-Man 2099. It's the bad yeah. guy. I'll Marvel take, said no. I'll take your word for it. I'm sure <laughs> sorry, literally sorry. dozens of people know what you're saying. Um, but uh, no, Well, Spider-Man <laughs> can't be a bad guy, so it's just fascinating. Yeah, yeah that's the whole thing. And yeah. like, yeah, so he couldn't. But I yeah. mean, it's it's funny that you say that because there are definitely Obi-Wan Kenobi vibes coming off Balen Skull. Um, oh, yeah. And yes. Whole, totally yeah um yeah really and that makes me love makes me love them even more um yeah i mean uh, you know the whole brainwashed mountain tantus clone isn't really it's not really a narrative i'm i'm you know getting behind anymore i just don't feel it's been done yeah if it's being done it's being done so well that yeah it's it's being hidden and kind of woven in in such a wonderful way well it's not part of his character right it'll be a fun reveal like as opposed to in the book we know we don't know he's a clone. We kind of do. Like they say, like, do when do we know he's a clone? Very we know early. He's a clone early. You know, is, yeah, very early. Right? Like he's a clone. Don't worry about it. Like in the that's like the right third chapter. That's right. And we're like, yeah. oh, okay. And so it like casts this pall over this character for the rest of the book. So, but this that would yeah. be the fun reveal. It'd be like he was a clone the whole time. And, well, that's what's fun. Right. It feels like or a, if we like <laughs> yeah. story backstory right. having served in the Clone Wars and like. The clone reveal only works if you feel like he's not a clone and he has the storied life. Like that's the only way it actually is interesting. Yes, right. yeah. <laughs> so maybe he is but, a clone because this mean, is. I still yeah. maybe I still want my outbound flight reveal. Like like <laughs> like too. I love, love I love that it's so vague about him serving in the Clone Wars and it being vague about like him being vague. It's because his memory's not quite there because he yeah. left on outbound flight halfway through the Clone Wars and like he just stumbles across his corpse. Yeah, like. One of these episodes and just the mind f that would do to him, right? Like he just loses. What it if we? What if we? What if Jura, What if there's hope for Druis Sebaoth in this show? Like the outbound is yeah. still out there, and maybe that'd be yeah. fun. I that'd mean, yeah, because then you could you could you could cast old like old old wizard. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like that's yeah, that's exciting. I think that that was what was cool and jumped out of me at the, with those books is sort of like the the, the old sage you know, almost like a crazed uh, good version of Palpatine. Or, not a good, obviously, Joros was like a villain character in the piece, but it's like he was, he seemed like chaotic and neutral in a lot of, in a lot of ways, but also very controlling. But um, yeah, it's just a cool character. It's kind of like a, a nice opposite to Palpatine. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, if I had, if we press stop right now, anything else y'all want to talk about? Because whenever I hit stop on the record, um, that's when Grant always drops like ten more like amazing theories on me. Um, you got anything else kicking around the uh, the skull? One there, last Grant? thing. I, I think I dropped the Luke Skywalker. I, I just think that with that vision, it would be there'd be some fun. You know, it's a fun way to marry that to a Luke Skywalker moment if you yeah. towards the end, towards the very end of this this season. Yeah, I mean that could be the way it wraps. Is sort of like you know, maybe she tells him about Jason or, you know, something, you know, like that. And, and they have a little conversation. I think Jason meeting Luke Skywalker would be awesome. Yeah. We, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or like super fan. <laughs> that would be so great. Oh man. Now I'm like, what if the, what if the cut the black end of season is her walking into the camp and going, we need to talk about your father. Uh, <laughs> cut, cut the black. black. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, they might, I mean, because the, like, 
Filoni's been hitting all the major beats that I've wanted to hit. And especially with the, the Anakin force ghost, that's definitely mm. force ghost and not like a, something else. Um, he, he <laughs> um, you know, just the way that was done was like exactly what I like, you know, it, but better yeah. than what I even hoped for as far as that interaction. And so in what you're saying, Grant, it's like, I didn't even know I wanted that, but you're right. Like now with, you know, having more time with Anakin, um, her to have a real conversation with Luke and like how she looks at Luke now yeah. and, and you know, what his journey is, um, that would be a really fun the interaction. I, yeah, I just, the thing about Filoni is watching the show is just like the, keep, the word that the, the phrase that keeps coming to mind is light touch. He has a light touch on all this yeah. stuff in terms of just like not heavy handed, yeah, right? Like know. really like, which is like, I'm a little surprised by because like the cartoons are cartoons. The cartoons can't I mean, He gave have us light full Matt Lanter, like, Anakin Skywalker. So that's not well, really a light kind touch, of, yeah. Yeah. No, but in terms of like, they could have had this very on the nose, heavy handed, speechifying, right. which they didn't, right? right? It, yeah. And then like, and Mandalorian, I love Mandalorian. That is not a light touch show. No. Yeah, you're right. It just kind of beats you over the head with it. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 galaxy. It's an yeah. adventure of the week. It's you know the blind swordsman. Yeah, yeah. Say, right? you get to but that point. Not, yeah, I think it's... I like how everything's kind of drenched in that samurai genre in this. Show. Yeah, and it's sort of, it's not that boisterous classic kind of yeah. um, Star Wars fanfare we usually get. It's sort of like very samurai, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. Same. I just love yeah. the title card. I love the music. I like listen to the end credit music like all the yeah, way through. Me too. It like crushes like at the end. It like hits some sort of like Leia uh, motif at yep. like, the end. Like Leia, thing. it's just I don't know. I'm just in love with the show. I think it's just I love listening to the show. I think the sound design, sound mixing of the show is like yeah on a level. No, I think so too. Especially the Vader stuff. I was like blown away just through him just yeah flickering in and out of Vader and. All that stuff was so cool. The clone troopers running by Rex. Oh, Rex. Got on this pod. Rex. Rex. Said the word Rex. Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Great Rex cameo where he's just in the background, but you're like, that's Rex. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all did. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I was, yeah, I was, could, young, I was like, young Ahsoka. The entire time. Shout out to the actress who played yeah. young Ahsoka. I thought that, Perfect. again, yeah. this is the best hayden performances anakin skywalker i've ever seen i've ever seen and i think that's due to some of his yep. scene partners i think rosario absolutely crushes yes. it I think young ahsoka absolutely that, crushes that give actor has to a, work uh, off of. it's almost like i don't know i the, the prequels are near and dear to my heart i love them they're great um there's so much world they're basically world building the trilogy but um it's like uh ewan mcgregor's so good yeah. as obi-wan kenobi and so good at emulating alec guinness that you're just kind of I don't know, uh, entranced by his performance. And then when Hayden kind of just says anything in the prequels, it's just, it's, it feels a little bit melodramatic or a little bit over the top. Like, yeah. and it's, yeah. and this was nice. Cause I felt like I, it just felt like the, he's really, um, I don't know, able to, able to slow down and not be faster and more intense and sort of Filoni's direction of Hayden, I think is, is really fun and interesting. And I, I think, I would love to see more, honestly. Yeah, love to yeah. see Filoni direct I, Hayden to do more Anakin I, stuff. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I yeah, do that. I don't know. Like, but I hope so too. Incredible it's, direction, incredible scene directing. Yeah, yeah. It's his best performance as Anakin. Yeah. And 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 Ben, you had mentioned that like he gave us full Matt Lantern Anakin, and I'm like, part of me wonders if he's just like, 
uh, if I don't know how much Anakin or how much you know, or uh, Hayden Christensen watches any Star Wars stuff, but I wonder if he doesn't watch anything or or disconnected. I wonder if if Filoni was just like, here are some episodes of the Clone Wars I want you to watch. I, you know what I mean? I I'm think just I've like, seen an yeah. interview with Hayden where he said he's watched all of Clone Wars. Like he loves. Yeah. It. So I wonder yeah. if that's like he's he's that's who that's given him more of an idea of who Anakin is. Yeah. In some I mean, way, right. To have this. To, yeah, how fun would that be? Um, I mean, I know, you know, that's yeah. him. Yeah. Like he'll, Hayden Christensen will always be Anakin Skywalker. Will always be just Jake Lloyd will always be Anakin Skywalker. Right. And, um, yeah. you know, and that they'll always have their donations to that. And then it's but it's it's a thing where it gets passed along because that's the way the yep. world works. And I mean, the films came out so tight that you had to do different things. But. Yeah. yeah, I think he loves it. Like, you know, they're they're all they're all working together. They're all the same person, um, and and they're all adding new parts as as you know, Anakin grows older. Yeah, yeah. He had a quote. I think it was. I don't know when it was from, but he basically said, "Like, it's so nice to see the fandom finally come back around on me." And I guess the lesson to take away from this is patience. <laughs> Right, so yeah. it's a very, but it's a very Jedi, but it's a very Jedi lesson, right? I mean, like, like he could have taken, uh, he could, yeah, yeah, no, he could have been very spiteful about it, but he's like, patience, patience is important. <laughs> like, just like, dude, yeah. that's a great bit. That's yeah. a really great meta yeah. bit. I mean, that was like what <laughs> Obi Wan was telling him a million times, right? It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah so exactly. Cute. It was no. great. It was. We'll um, always have the other thing, was, and that's the important I know. thing. It's just so, and great. so will he? Yeah, and which is awesome. Um, the other thing I'll say is just because we mentioned her, the actor who played young Ahsoka also played young Gamora yeah. in Infinity War. So yeah. she is a she's she's interacted with arch villains before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was yeah, perfect. Yeah. Pitch perfect. Like, just like so yeah, good. I, yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to the Anakin performance, just one last note, it's like I, I really love that Hayden tries to match the cadence of James Earl Jones when he speaks like yeah. there's a price to pay. Like, mm-hmm. There's hope for you yet. Like he says, yes. it's slower because he's he trying does. to match the cadence and rhythm of yes. James Earl Jones. And I think Hayden is actively trying to do that. And I think, I, I think animation moves a little too fast for Matt Lantern to do that. Yes. So I just right. don't think there's the opportunity to do that. But I love that Hayden is actually trying to match that rhythm because I'm a massive James Earl Jones fan, and so it's just. Yep, it's cool yep. that he's trying to do that. That's a really point. good point. That's a, that's a good observation. I didn't, I didn't, but the second you're saying it, I'm like, oh, he totally, totally was doing was that. that. Yeah, it's great. It sounds languid yeah, yeah. and kind of strange, but it's it's for me who's having that nitpick out here. You know, Ben's <laughs> concerned about the ship interiors. I'm concerned about like rhythm of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. That's fair. It's yeah. a fair assessment. Um, no, man, you nailed it. That's so right. That's so right that he was. Doing I just that. respect Aiden. I think he did great doing that. But yeah, yeah. youngest, youngest, so crushed and like. So yeah. cool to see the Padawan braid. So cool to see the green saber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lightsaber corner. I know Ben. I, when I saw the green, I saw young Ahsoka with the green saber. I was like, oh, Ben is pulped right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. Up. They actually yeah. had like all the like evolutions of her. So that was like her yeah. single saber. This was before she had the Shoto, which was like a like yellowish green. Um, mm-hmm. So they skipped her yeah. having that, but then they went to the. She was wielding the custom sabers that Anakin made for her for the Siege of Mandalore. Which were the mm-hmm. blue uh, right. sabers, and then of course she right. eventually got the white. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, that was not lost on me. I was like, oh, what, what yeah. lightsaber was she using? <laughs> yeah, the hill, <laughs> yeah. sweet hill. Yeah. All of the yeah incarnations, like you could have a great set of lightsabers if you just collected. Uh, like so lights- so yeah, out so many times. Yeah, yeah, totally kitted out and great. Yeah, they're beautiful designs. Um, I hope uh, we get to see constructed a new lightsaber. 
that's the scene dude and he's like <laughs> and it's like that so i i right after watching this episode i watched empire strike back the cave Yodan back <laughs> nice telling about fear and anger and then i watched return of the jedi and i watched luke and vader yeah uh on that command base and that uh on, and, and that yeah yeah <sighs> So I think we're, we're like, keep trying to dismount here, but yeah. like the fact that we just talked about the fact, you know, we're talking lightsaber corner. I'm going to join you here in lightsaber nice. corner for a second, Ben. Um, and we talked about like, I do think that Ahsoka is a Jedi now. I think she's a Jedi Knight. I think she is past her trials. So my question is next time she ignites her lightsaber, is it going to be white? Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> You know, like yeah. you get a white lightsaber because you took um, red crystals and you reverted uh-huh. them back to the light side of the force. That's that's the only way to get light. Yes. You know, but to get a colored crystal, you'd need a new crystal. Why? Uh, Adam's got because more once they're white, they're white. Bend. Let's be careful. Here. Why? <laughs> so, show me your work. Because on that. it's like it's it's like already spent. Like you milk all the the color out of it when you turn it red. And then when when you turn it back, then it's like totally there's no where, more. But, where, but my question is, color. where did the color come from? The well, the crystal itself. So the crystal, those crystals used I mean, to be okay. some color: yeah. green, blue, orange, uh-huh. yellow, whatever. So I agree. I understand what you're saying. But if you could turn something red, you can turn it blue, <laughs> so, blue or green. I'm just saying. I like it. I'm just saying we might get okay. we might get some new canon. We might get some right. new canon suddenly because. Because like that might be the moment, right? Like, because yeah. we get like Luke igniting his green lightsaber and Return of the Jedi is an amazing moment. We get Darth Maul with the double lightsaber like yeah. reveal. We get a lot of lightsaber stuff, and to have her suddenly ignite it and it just to be like beautiful green, yeah, right? Like, oh, like imagine back to how her, like origins, like yeah, the like, I, that would like, be great. And, and you know like, that would this be amazing. Is something Grant's yeah. been talking about a lot when we've been passing each other in the hallways and stuff like that. It's just. Like he wants to keep keep pushing the dynamic, like bring something new in. I mean, that's why he liked the world. Yeah, between that's kind of where I'm like, at. Yeah. You know, it's like bring a new like wrinkle into the nature of the force and being a Jedi and all that stuff. And that would I think fit. George would make if George you proud. Can, you know, George wants yeah. always wants new worlds. So, so new ex, yeah, exactly. extrapolations of the force. Yes, you know, George yes. wants to push the envelope, a design, yeah. mysticism, right, mythological structure, yeah. you know, yeah. everything. If you can, if you can bleed and you can cleanse, why can't you imbue? Right, like force, like good, you know, force energy into your crystals. You're putting all of your force energy into it, and that's the color that you get, which is always kind of what I assumed it would have been before. You know, right. they canonize it that you find green or these colors that you're imbuing it based on your personality and right. your your, your is, force. Why would it turn any other color than white? I feel like she is a soak of the white at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, no, that could be a soak of the white territory. Right. Yeah. I mean, it would still be kind of, I, I wouldn't hate it if she, if she lights it up and it's white, it's, it's very look poetic too. Cause she like, even has like the, the, the white head tails and yeah. she beats yeah. Anakin. It's like, her she, fit is mm-hmm. tight now. Her fit is really clean now. I really it's, like her. Yeah, it's true. I, yeah. But I, Grant Wise, would I think you stepped away for a second. Is what I told Ben is like we love our lightsaber reveals in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah like lightsaber color reveals. It's yeah. huge in Star Wars. And if you can take, you yeah. know, if you can suck the color out and make it red, and then suck the color out and make it white, like why can't you just like now take it a step further and make it give it a color again? Well, yeah. I yeah, I don't know. But if we're still just in theory corner, awesome. I think we might get one of the dark Jedi characters redeemed, and then you might, yeah. might see that crystal return to it or. Hmm. 
Yeah, what's interesting, I'm fascinated by Balin and Shin Hati, just given that like their sabers are orange and yes. look like tinged with white. Like they're like, I, I don't, mm-hmm. it looks like they could turn another color. Or like, like they're not fully dark. Like, like these people are not yeah. fully dark to me. It's it's much no, like they're it's not. much yeah. of like like a Luke and Vader situation where it's like, you know, they're still good in you. Like to these yeah. these two, you know. I mean, and I'm just wondering what happens with that part of the story. It would be really cool if like you know Ahsoka does turn them back to the light, like redeems their characters and. Um, and then they, they do cleanse their, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if you're orange, you're orange. It's not really red, but like, I don't know if it needs to be cleansed. Didn't Plo like, Koon have orange or something? No, he was green. Oh, blue, okay. Blue. Blue. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, this, this is the first. No orange. one's been orange. No. I mean, I think it's just been yeah, a fabrication yeah. of video games. Um, but it makes sense that dark Jedi would be orange, you know? To me, they're like furnace, like smelter, like fire orange, though. They're not like it's pretty just close. orange. It yeah, feels like it's, it's dark. Just, I don't know what yeah. it is, like an industrious feel to it. I don't know what it is. It's, yeah. it's strange. They look great, but it's it's really tough to tell. Like I was really looking in um, episode four between um, Merrick's definitely has a red saber, right? Versus. Yeah, yeah Maruka's uh, uh, red saber. Yeah, sure. like they're orange. And I'm like, yeah, there's a difference there. It's super subtle. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they could turn white. It's like, and maybe like Balin Skull perishes, you know, saving, you know, fighting for the cause and being a Jedi again. I'd love to see more Shin Hati, um, you know, doing things on the light side as well. Like she's, uh, she seems like a really fascinating character. It um, seems like more. Sabine might learn this lesson not to kill Shinati or yeah, something. Yeah. When she does get the yeah, upper hand. I think that might be. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of my takeaway. I think I texted you guys. I was like, I think this might be something that yeah. Ahsoka passes on to Sabine. Cause if you watch that episode four, Sabine is just like if, yeah. revving to get in that if, fight. If so anyone needs that fight. lesson, it's, it's Sabine, Sabine right now. Yeah. 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 And um it, which is weird because like Ahsoka was so like obsessed with not falling to the dark side, but she was really kind of casual with Sabine. I don't know if it's like that's because she just doesn't trust her. I, know, another crazy thing powers. with Sabine though, right, is I think Sabine is like powerful in the dark side. Um okay. I think she can use the force when she uses the dark side as mm. just the theory I have. That'd be interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. That'd be fun, interesting. Um, I like it. Yeah. But not like yeah, that'd be just, wild. Yeah, almost like it's a dark side thing or something. Um, I'm trying to think of what made me think that. Uh I guess when she's fighting Kanan in Rebels, she's kinda goes like full aggro yeah, when absolutely. She, like, yeah, her yeah. family's brought up and like she's mm-hmm. super powerful. I'm like, is it she's almost like when her emotions get stirred, she is incredibly strong in yeah. the fight. Um so I'm excited right. to see that happen yeah, again. And definitely yeah. when they have the blind uh, sword fight, she actually gets a couple hits in against Ahsoka. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it was because she was like getting angry. And uh, right. And then Ahsoka yeah, knocked yeah, on. Yeah. 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 She was finally doing a little better, but it was, yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we did it for this That's week, it. guys. There's, um, <laughs> I'm sure we could bleed um, more out of the stone if we uh, really tried hard, but, um, or not even tried hard, just kept talking. But um, yeah, exactly. I think that's a full episode. If someone didn't call it, we could go for yeah. another, I don't know, 17, 18 yeah. hours. Um, yeah. So if you're listening to this, we appreciate you uh, waiting six days after the episode launched to uh, catch yeah. up on us on, on what we had to say. Um, we greatly appreciate all y'all. Um, you know, uh, next week we got a, another banger. Uh, episode six should be amazing. Um, can't wait for that. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Man. I'm looking forward to talking to you then uh, on another edition of Cantina Chronicles.